Yo, what's up, everybody? Today, I'm very excited for the podcast. I can't wait. Yep, that's a letter opening. Don't act like you're not impressed. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. You pull any of your crazy shit with us, you flash a piece out on the lanes. I'll take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the fucking trigger till it goes click. Jesus. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Well, welcome back. Um, yeah. <coughs> Ooh, sorry, choking there. <coughs> Brad finally wrote back, which... Actually, I'm very happy that he wrote back a little bit sooner than I had anticipated. I thought it was going to take longer and very exciting. Finally, Letters from B-Rad. I forgot what episode this was for Letters from B-Rad, but it's been a minute. So I, it will be in the title, of course. I wish I knew now. I would look for it now, but it might take me a minute. Um, so, yes, excited, 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 excited. I actually, that was, I just opened it. I have not read it yet. It's hard not to read it because I, I really want to know what's going on. But, um, you know, I, I, I want to kind of also, well, not kind of, I, I want to be looking forward to it just as much as, um, as uh, you know, you guys. Like, I want to be able to read it at the exact same time and have that same reaction because I, I don't know. I, I think it just comes out a little bit better that way. That's why, you know, and it, it's hard to watch a movie with somebody and pretend that you never watched it. You know what I'm saying? Now it is a little thin. It seems like by the feel of the envelope. I don't even, I mean, if I didn't see a letter here when I hold it up to the window, if there's actually something in there, I'd almost think there wasn't. So after all this time, I figured he'd actually write at least a couple pages, but he maybe he's getting a little lazy on me. I don't know what's going on. It's not like he has a lot to do or anything, you know? Not like he, uh, he, he has, it's not like he hasn't, uh, doesn't have any time to kit. Well, different choice of words. Not like he doesn't have enough time to do anything else right now. So, um, well, welcome to the podcast with Hella Average with me, Jose, and um, I want to thank you again, uh, you guys, for joining me and, and taking a listen to me. I know uh, I, I was going to release one. I know I missed a week, but I figured I, I had gone out of town uh, on vacation for a little while, and I thought, well, when I came back, I actually got the letter, but... I wanted to just wait till the following week, which is now. And I went out of town for uh, quite a few days for the 4th of July. And so now I am, I, I've been, I, trust me, it's been about a week or so that I've had Brad's letter. And it's hard not, not, to, not to read it, you know. But again, just wanted to uh, do it at the same time. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. But anyways, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And also my YouTube channel, Hella Average, or actually, well, it has Hella Average, but it's the Degenerate, Jose the Degenerate. And then my Jose Meza um, underscore creator on IG. 
And right now I have all that. I have a couple things in the works again, still doing the Jose Meza comedy. And I'm actually writing a couple skits right now. We're probably going to be posting on that. I'm still, yeah, believe it or not, still working on some animations. It's it's been it's been a, a lot of work, which is fantastic. And so I, I have had to uh, pick and choose. Plus, I was off for a few days, and I had to try to take a break as much as possible because I think that's always important too. So I hope everybody had a great Fourth of July weekend. I certainly did. It's Great. I, 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 you know, haven't been back to back home since Thanksgiving weekend or Thanksgiving week. And that's when I ended up getting COVID that time. And I just didn't get to enjoy my family time. It was so ridiculous. I got there, got there, I don't know, sometime around late morning or noon on, it was, I think it was Thanksgiving day, actually on that Thursday and that night I got sick, woke up Friday, and I was out of it for, I think, came back Sunday or Monday or something like that. And yeah, it hit me hard. And I was really, really bummed about it and hadn't been back since, you know, uh, as much as I've been wanting to. Luckily, like I said, my parents had come down at the beginning of June and made plans to, to make take take an extra long weekend. For the fourth, and went up to visit my parents and visit my sister and my nieces and my nephews. And I got to tell you, it was one of the most fun times, absolute best times I've had in a while. And I always have a great time over there, and I really do. But I think because I was sick last time and, and before that it was a while, that it was just it was just amazing. And I just tried to let everything go and leave everything behind for the most part here. As far as like, you know, my routine for the gym, my my diet, things like that to kind of take a mental break from that. And it was absolutely fantastic. You know, get there. My mom already has enchiladas ready to eat, which were spectacular as always. I ended up ended up taking my Making my dad's as well, not famous as far as the world goes, like, although it could be, but famous around the town and famous to all friends and family. My dad's fantastic and unbelievable chicken that is the best chicken I've ever tasted. And I'm not the only one to say that. It's just fantastic. Cooked on a, you know, old plow disc from you know from a, a tractor plow basically plow disc it was made i think back in like 1973 or somewhere around there and he's fried that chicken in that disc for for the, the, so many years and it's always the best chicken and always have made it when i've gone um along with my mom's tamales i always get the two, my two favorite foods of all time when I go there. And um, the last time I couldn't, and it's been a little more hard on my dad. And I decided to try it out myself this time. So I asked my parents that uh, if they could show me how to prep the chicken and how to cook it, or at least, you know, my dad's help to basically take the reins and learn how to, to, to how, learn how to cook this chicken the way he does it. And I was a little nervous, but I decided to go for it. And 
I didn't know how it was going to turn out and how it was going to be, but it, it passed every test from what I understand. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, my, my, my dad and my mom, of course, the, the main masters loved it, but my family did too. I had some cousins come over, some nephews, my nieces and well, all my nieces and nephews basically. And everybody said that it actually, it, that it came out really good. And, uh, and I was very proud and excited about that. So, um, it was a lot of work, you know, I never, you never realize that, you know, we just wait there and my dad cooks and everything. And we just sit there and wait to eat it. Right. Kind of like the tamales, but there's, it was, it was, it was a lot of work. It was hot because it's a 4th of July weekend, but it was all worth it, but it was hot. It was hard. I didn't even cook nowhere near as much as my dad does, but it came out great. And I'm very proud to say that I, I ended up, uh, pulling it off. So, uh, Thanks, thanks, thanks to the master chefs back back home, and then of course, then my mom made tamales for us as well, which I didn't get to enjoy them like I usually do. Last time we had family over, which last time I couldn't, of course, or we couldn't, so we usually have a, a little group of a, of a family come over and we indulge in in tamales and laughter and fun, and it was just it was just the most fucking amazing and wonderful time and spending time with my nephews and playing our games because we're all 14 years old really when it comes down to it as boys are and while my mom made uh, tamales or cooked the tamales and we ate we were out playing a bunch of games especially with this baseball bat this little ass baseball bat that we're hitting golf balls it was just it was just amazing fun and and it wasn't terribly hot out there as long as you were not out there cooking out in sun but it was just it was it was fun and we did our old tradition which is basically the day before well this time it happened to be the day before i left but last time i i I know i keep saying last time i didn't and i didn't but we always do a tradition playing the cleopatra kino at the old bowling alleys where we call it the roadhouse and that's our tradition. It's been our tradition, I think, for the last four or five years with me and the boys, uh, the nephews go and we play Kino, uh, Cleopatra Kino, where you, they say we always call it getting the bug and you get, you know, free credits. And I don't know. And, and it's and it's a lot of fun. I'm not a gambling guy. I don't really care for it. But that's the only time that I, we, we do do it. And it's not necessarily the gamble. It's just having fun, hanging out and just bullshitting and drinking and and just having a blast. And, you know, whether we win or not, sure, it's, of course, it's great to win. But if we don't, we don't, it doesn't matter because in the end, we still win because we just enjoy each other. And it was, it was so great uh, when we got done. Look, granted, my, one of my nephews came out with 40 bucks. My other nephew came out with 20 and I lost 20. So it wasn't bad. I went in with 40 and lost, I, I lost 20. And as we were going out, we, you know, one of my nephews was like, I just had so much fun. And that's what it's about, right? I mean, it's just it's just an amazing and wonderful time. So it was so good, tamales and food, my sister's birthday, which we also celebrated there, played a little bit more. We played with some wiffle ball because again, we're 12, 13, or 14, however you, you know, however you want to call it, and drinking and uh just having a great, a great time. So it was wonderful. Everything was amazing. 
we are, I came back on the 4th of July <laughs> and uh, there was zero traffic. It was absolutely amazing. I didn't want to really come back on the 4th of July, but I thought it was the best thing to do. I, and I took the following day off, just kind of rested a little bit. And it was, it was the perfect time to, to be driving, honestly. So it was good. It was good. It was great. Brought some food home and uh, I can't wait to do it again. You know, although then I came back and when when I left now, it's 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 hot up there in, in Nevada. Also, uh, where my parents live, it it does get warm, but there's not a lot of concrete or you know, some, they live in a small town. So it drops down to low 70s still. And it's perfect. But came back here, left here about 100 degrees. And I think when I got in, it was about 132 or something. I don't know, man. This turned out to like, it just came out of nowhere. We had a great, great June. It was absolutely like fantastic to the point where I thought, you know what? But I didn't say it out loud. I just thought it's possible we might have a decent summer like we did last year. And that pretty much got that that idea or, or that hope got destroyed immediately when I came back. And it was I mean, it was 100 to 110. And it was in, in a I mean, in a day or two, it was out of control. And now we're to that beautiful, wonderful time of I think this morning was 98 degrees at seven o'clock and the high was around 109, 110, which is. Not bad compared to what's supposed to be on Saturday, which is 117, 118. Yeah, uh, I need to turn into a snowbird. I mean, that's you come down here in Phoenix. You'll you'll pretty much see the whitest people of all in, 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 in July and August. A lot of people like to go to the pool. And I get it, but to a point, even 115, 118, it's like you're jumping in a in a pool of piss. Honestly, it's just warm and it's not great, and the sun's just beating you down. And you definitely get drunk a lot faster because you drink, and that that sun will <laughs> fucking light you up. So, not looking forward to this crazy ass um, high temperatures. And it's brutal because you kind of have to stay inside. You know, I love, uh, you know, photography. Now the car shows at 6, 30, 7 o'clock. It's going to be 100 degrees at that time. I'm like, oh, shit, right? But it, it's it's not a surprise. We know it's coming, but it just it just kind of just kind of came a little quick. <laughs> so anyways, whatever. It, uh, you know, 4th of July was great. In, in other words, uh, I you know, there's nothing really ever going on in Phoenix. So you know, I, I do, I do dig watching fireworks, but out here you're just cooking, honestly. So it was great. And I hope everybody else had a great time. And if you're out of Phoenix, feel lucky that you are not feeling like you're going to just fucking burn or cook or something. It's brutal. It's brutal. Oh, and by the way, I did record the chicken. I'll call it the chicken video, I guess, but recorded as much as I could and recorded as everything that I could. 
going to be editing that and see how it comes out. I don't know. Probably not going to be a reel on my IG because it'll probably be longer than a minute. But I don't know. I like, I'm going to try to do those quick cuts. And part, part of it is, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll show it because I think it's cool. You know, we put uh, onions in there and, and jalapenos, and potatoes. But really, part most of it was because I want to remember how to do it. And that's really what it comes down to it. Open flame. You know, I guess I didn't explain how it, how it sets up, but, you know, the plow disc has welded legs to the bottom of it and handles on the side. And it's and, and we've set it on a 50 gallon drum that's been cut open at the top and has a hole cut open on the front. Basically a flap that we pull down. We set the we set the disc on top and then we put, you know, using mesquite or any type of wood underneath, light it up, and that's how we cook it. And that's what makes it so tricky. Because it's, you don't have really, you know, it's not like you have a gas stove where you can control medium, high, you know, low or anything like that. You basically just have to judge how big the fire is, how, you know, you're taking pieces of wood out, taking it back out, logs, smaller sticks, whatever. And you're just trying to keep an even temperature as much as you can and not try to burn the chicken or undercook it. So it does get a little tricky, but... uh. I did have some, I think I did get some pretty good video. So I know, I don't want to say when I'm going to do it. Hopefully sometime I can put it together soon. I've been meaning to get to it and it's been a week and I haven't been able to touch it yet. All right. So shall we, this might actually go a little faster this time. Notice I didn't say it this time because every time I do, I end up going an hour and a half. However, this time it isn't the normal format which is weird because the normal format was letters from B-Rad, honestly. But the format that I've been doing recently. So this is actually a little bit different because it is letters from B-Rad. And it might not take that long, especially because he chintzed me on a short-ass letter. So... um, I don't know how long it's going to take, but... I guess we will see. This this might be a this might be a 30 minute podcast. <laughs> you guys are probably like, "Oh, finally." But of course I did say something now. So who knows what's going to happen. Oh, and by the way, I think I did find it. Letters from Brad number 39. The last one was 38. So, let's open this bad boy up and see what we got. Uh, all right. Oh. Yeah, it's a single page. That son of a bitch. I'm gonna. I told him I was gonna do. I was told him I was gonna write him about that last time. Oh man, I just saw the back, and it's like a quarter of a page. So he, this son of a bitch. He's uh, all right. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna text. I text. I'm gonna text him. I'm gonna text him. Damn it. So weird that he still doesn't know how that works. Isn't that bizarre? A real time machine for real. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm going to write him a letter. That was back in the day with my parents and, you know, our parents and our grandparents. Right? I'm going to write them a letter and tell them how I really feel. That's what I'm going to do to Brad here. I mean, come on, man. We haven't we haven't corresponded in over a year and you can't even give me two full front and backs. That son of a bitch. Again, 
It's not like he has a lot to do. It's not like he's, you know, trying to find some way to waste time or anything like that. He has plenty of it. All right. Hi, he says. Well, okay. Yeah, been a while. Fuck time flies. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I'm glad you're you are doing a kick-ass job. I don't know what I wrote him. <laughs> I can't remember exactly. Um, tell Joe hi. <laughs> um, as you can see, very short. I, I you know I wouldn't blame I wouldn't blame Brad on having a little bit short words with Joe. I guarantee you he still hasn't written him, and that was a year and a half now. Or did I just go this past October? No, I did go past October. So it's been it's been definitely almost, well, nine months or so. So it's been a minute. And I bet you he hasn't said shit to him. All right. I'll try to call. I got some phone time now. I hate the damn phone. It's always loud here. I'll try different times of the day. I thought I did tell him what days. So he hate. I, at first, I, I, I couldn't say. I, I mean, I couldn't read what the hell he said. I don't know if I have the letter. I was going to bring it up, the one that I wrote him, because I don't know. I'm glad you're doing a kick-ass job. But I'm, I'm guessing because I told him I've been busy and so forth. All right. So he says, sucks about Dougie. Good thing he has a thick skull, and that is 100% true. And that's another thing. Doug has nothing to do either right now because he's still recovering from, from the accident. And now they found blood clots in his leg and his arms. Hopefully that's okay uh, eventually. Uh, also, and I don't know. Yeah, I think I did tell you guys that he's, you know, he did get bit by a rattlesnake. He's fine. Thankfully, it didn't hit him that hard, but he did get popped by one. But like, hey, like Brad says, it's a good thing he has a thick skull. I think that's the only thing that didn't get hurt was his skull. So that makes sense. Even if it did have, even if he didn't have a helmet, it, it'd probably still be all right. But he was, he was wearing a helmet. All right. He says, I'm better because, you know, he was going through some tough times and fighting some demons there for a little while. Um, I think I had told you guys in, in, you know, and if I, and if I did, I I'm sorry, but really quick, you know, he has a lot of people that he was raised by in there. A lot of, as he calls his uncles and just family, right? Because he's been there. He's been in there longer than he's been out now. Um, more locked up than freedom. Pretty crazy when you think about it. Going into jail at 17, right? And being 47, I think now. So, you know, he's been losing a lot of uh, a lot of old timers, a lot of people that raised him who were probably, you know, 20, 25 at that time. So you got to look at it that they're, you know, they're hitting the 65, 70. I think some of them are even to the 80 mark. And, uh, you know, prison's not going to, you're not going to live you know, crazy long there. So he was going through a lot of uh, dark times and losing a lot of people that he was very close to and loved and only in the people that he grew up with. Again, people that he had a closer and better relationship with than anybody on the outside now. And that's including his family, which is 
sad and terrible to think about. If you really think about it, that's horrible. You know, once his mom passed, it's just it's it's just terrible. I know it's usually supposed to be uplifting here, but I'm just just kind of giving you guys a little bit of a setup of why he's better and when why he went through so much in, in his mind and fighting those demons. I mean, I don't think that most of us could really get through it and still be joking and still be, I don't know, having having a, a, a more of an upbeat personality. So he says, I'm better, which is great to hear. First of all, I'm glad that he's okay. I know I forgot to mention that because here's the reason I forgot to mention it. Because when I went and checked my mailbox, I saw the letter from Brad and I immediately was like, oh, hell yes, he's okay. So that was number one. I know I didn't say it at first, but very, very happy that he was. That was my first thing. I, you know, of course, I've had it for a week. So um i'm just happy i was happy about that so he says i'm back at the chapel job which i knew i don't think i even knew he had grandskeeper and pagan facilitator and they put me on the inmate advisory committee well moving up the corporate ladder talk about a career um after after the um the shot calling, um, you know, enforcer type of career that he had. So this sounds like retirement life. And so far, you know, this is fantastic, actually, for him to be going through this, because a lot of times he just be like, I don't know what the hell to do. And I don't want to do this. You know, I mean, he wants to be out and he was so used to being in the other side of of of. I don't want to, I, I guess maybe the law in a sense, I suppose, you know, being in the violent uh, side of things. So, you know, for you to break out of that and to be in that, that mindset and to break out of it, there's something to be said there about that. So that's awesome to hear that. I advisor committee and he, I mean, come on, he's been there long enough. I, I think he's well qualified. He said, I'm half-assed busy doing a lot of nothing. As I mentioned earlier, fancy titles, though. <laughs> hey, you know what? Wait a minute. Oh, that son of a bitch. Wait, I don't know. He says. Wait a minute. Hold on, I'm. No, you, you haven't. You haven't lost me. I hope this is not. I hope this is not a joke. He says, so, dot, 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 I am, and in full capital letters, coming home, exclamation point. And then he says, ha, ha. That's why I'm saying, I, I hope he's not joking. So I'm coming home, he says. Um, okay, here we go. So this is interesting. All right. So the juvenile law is being updated, changed from under 18 to under 21. Wow. Wow. Um, okay, hold on. I'm, I'm just taking it in for a second. Um, 
Okay. Uh, he goes on to say, it's still on the governor's desk, though. Not official yet. But it's coming. That's why I didn't say shit yet. He continues, um, after it passes fully, I will go to life with, I will, I will go to life with and go to parole hearing. It will take a little time, but I'm coming home. Um... Huh. Um, that is some of the best news I've heard in my life, honestly, if, if this is the case. Uh, I, uh, so I'm just at a loss of words here for a minute. I, I am just, I hope this is true and I hope that there, there's, there's no some type of change and that is that is unbelievable i uh like I, I wow um that is uh that is unbelievable um i mean i honestly had lost hope uh and, and again it, it's not official yet right but it's on the governor's desk. I mean, there's one thing when it still has to pass like certain things just to get to the governor. Again, I don't know how that whole deal works and like that, but but most of the time I know it has to go through, you know, a variety of of well, a process in a variety of steps and in votes and so forth. And now they're saying well, and, and now that's on the on the on the desk of the of the governor means that it's 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 definitely taking a step uh that I didn't even ever think was gonna happen. So uh um yeah okay sorry I need to I need I need to continue. Um oh wow 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 that is so that is that is that's fucking absolutely amazing. That is so amazing. I, I, uh, whoo this week has been full of amazing, amazing stuff. Um, not to go off, off tangent a tiny bit, uh, but uh, my boy Rick, who I always talk about, um, you know, he had some great news for me this week too. And last week and, uh, and it's just like, there's just just times that you hit those high high notes in life uh that just speak volumes to you and maybe nobody else sees it or or notices it but to you it's 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 a fucking magnitude of of a wave it, it's it's just something that literally can change the direction of your life for the best, for the best of all time, right? 
And you, and you know, the best part of it is, is when there's people with you that are experiencing that exact same thing. And so you all, and so you all just have that same emotion, that same feeling and that same rise. And it's great to be, be on that rise, but I'll tell you what's even better is when you have people on that rise with you that you trust, that you hold dear to your heart, and that you know you love on every level. This is absolutely amazing. Okay, so he goes on to say, so for options on the future, you still you you still one of my options. <laughs> Of course, man. I mean, of course. There's no question. He says, we will talk. I'll stop being a weenie and call. <laughs> well, now he's got a call. Now there's no excuse. You know, he's got a call now. I got my homeboy, Sammy, in Oregon. He did time with me like an older brother to me. He says he can help if need be. Maybe in Reno. Um, well, it's up to him, but doors 100% open for, for, my, for my boy. I need options, though. Ha ha. <laughs> ask fuckface Joe Texas ass Texas ask fuckface Joe Texas is nice um I don't know what he means but would maybe would be nice ask fuckface Joe Texas is nice Texas is nice that's what he's okay so I again I, listen I've been out of the when you don't read a certain language you forget, right? If we didn't read uh, English for a few years, we'd kind of forget a little bit. Um, and sometimes it's hard to read his shit. <laughs> but yes, as fuckface Joe, Texas is nice. No prompt. I don't blame him. Why would you? Even if you don't have history there, fuck that place. I mean, outside of you having your family, I'm just saying if you were, you know, you were, you were born there or not born there, but raised there for a little while. And there's no family there, then there's no reason to go back, especially after his, uh, well, not so positive history there, especially when we still know a lot of people there. So no perump. Gotcha. I found out that I'm still the, I found out that I'm still the damn boogeyman out there on the internet. Call the Pahrump Killer. Satanist. Crazy. And that's that's what he said, but I never heard that. Don't they know a burn it down <laughs> joke? I'll have to look that up. I wonder, you know, I did kind of decide to give Jamie and Chat GPT the day off today because I, you know, I didn't really need him. I'm wondering, I'm almost wondering if he would be able to say anything like that. I was going to say, I'll go, I should go ahead and turn him on, but that doesn't sound good. Does it? Or maybe it does. 
Wow. Um, I wonder if I should, should I see? You know what? Hold on. Give me a second. I'm going to turn, I'm going to turn Jet Cheapy, Jamie Chat GPT on. Wow. Okay, sorry, ja sorry, Jamie ChatGPT, that I, I, I know he didn't realize he was on call. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't expect him to be on call, but this is curious. So thank you for making it. Uh, appreciate it that you're here. I know, I know you're limited on this, but I had to see if anything came up with what you would say. So let's see what. Um, Let's see what he says. So, um, who is the Pahrump? That is P-A-H-R-U-M-P, by the way. I know it's a weird-ass name and everybody's always like, Pa-what or Pa-who? Yes. Um, oops. I misspelled my own thing here. Um, who is the man? I, I, you know, I still can't type and I get aggravated by these things. I probably, it's probably going to be like, this is probably going to tell me the same thing. Like, Pahrump who or Pahrump? Oh, yes. Well, I called in Jamie Chat GPT for nothing, I guess. <laughs> Said, I apologize, but I couldn't find any specific information about a Pahrump or any well, anyway, Pahrump killer or any well-known serial killer. Okay, so let's, hey, let, let's take it easy. Brad's not a serial killer, man. I mean, it was, it was just a horrible situation that went the most terribly wrong you could possibly think of. But let's, let's not associate him with, with such a terrible term. I mean, Jesus, I know you're mad I called you in, but... Relax a little bit. It's possible that the name you provide is not widely known as misspelled. If you have any additional details. All right. I'm going to see if he knows or if Jamie Chat GPT knows who is B-Rad. Let's see. Sorry. I know I'm being quiet here, but. I'm just curious if it comes up. No, nothing. Oh, I'm sorry, but I don't have access to personal information about individuals, individuals unless it's been shared publicly, which it has. It definitely has. Um, yes, it definitely has. There is public in for information. God damn, I cannot fucking type, man. Yeah, Jamie ChatGPT, you're not, you're disappointing. Sometimes I called you in for nothing. Go back home. Go to sleep. All right. Anyway, so sorry. Sorry that kind of threw off a little bit, but I was just curious because I've never heard that. All right. So, um, so yeah, I've never heard that. Call call the Perum Killer Satanist, which is bizarre. Um, so kind of strange. All right. So anyway, he says, 
Last paragraph, by the way, towards the end. We had a rock throwing contest. Fucking kids. <laughs> he has a bad shoulder, like me going out and throwing a doing a rock a throwing rock throwing contest against young kids or like my nephews. It's like a 60 pound rock. That's more like a small boulder, isn't it? It's like a 60 pound rock. The winner, the winner throw that bitch like 17 feet. <laughs> I love that though. I mean, this again, boys are 12, 13, or 14 years old. Do you see what I'm saying? They're having a rock throwing contest. And trust me, it's not just because he's in prison. We'd be doing that now. If we had a rock over at my parents, my nephews and I would be doing the exact same thing. It's it, <laughs> the winner will throw that bitch like 17 feet. I got 16, he said, so that's not bad. <laughs> he probably was so mad, though. Can't whoop me, though. <laughs> of course, see? He always is like, hey, hey, you know, I'm still badass. Um, Fucking rock is heavy. Yeah, 60 pounds kind of gives it away. huh? Uh, and I came in third. Ooh, he did. He's well, he, I'm going to tell him he sucks. He needs to work out a little bit. I'm going to. Oh, God, I should note that down. Um, hold on a second. <laughs> OK, got it. So ooh, weak. You should start hit. Oh, hitting the gym. You should start working out. I, I was I even said I was like, while well, I was writing. I'm like, it's not hitting the gym. It's working out because it's not like he can hit the gym. They don't have one over there. Start working out. So you can so you can throw it like a man. We always fuck around with each other. Okay. Uh, so then he says, I came in third. Stupid kids. Beat out 15 of them. <laughs> which, is, which is quite good for a 47-year-old man. He says, okay, I'll call. And that's his big love, Brad, he says. And then at the end he says, remember I can get emails through coral links and no i don't remember because i don't remember him saying that and i think he's full of shit sometimes he doesn't know what he's talking about uh but i'll have to i'll check it out to see but you know last time the one time that i did and this was years ago so i'm sure maybe things have changed but but when i i've i've it was it was like it was like a facebook but for for uh inmates for prisoners and i i can't i can't remember i can't remember how like how i found it or or i can't remember the name of it but i i found it one time and i i, I so i was like okay i'm gonna you know email him through that because they're like you can email and so forth so i did and then i never heard back from him because i thought oh shit they can finally get email so now i don't just have to write a letter i can actually email and 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 get a you know a quicker response and almost like maybe a, a fast response you know i was maybe like live right something like that and and then i never hear from him at all. And then finally, I think I sent him the email or at least a copy or something like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, they let us check that maybe every two weeks or once every month or something like that. And and so I tried a couple of times and then it was just 
he never got it. And then there's like, oh, they only let us know once every two weeks. But if we aren't there to pick it up or something like that, then we have to wait. And I, I don't know. It was a complete mess. It was a complete mess. And so I never, never bothered with it again. And now he's saying core links, whatever the hell that means, must be correctional links. But um, I, I had I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Block inmate initiated request. So this wasn't it, but obviously it's something close to it. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I can't believe he actually knew what emails were. That's that's on a, alone shocking. Um, but I, I guess uh, I guess we'll see. But I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So I will. I will trust. I'll test it out. But um, anyways. What a great letter. It was short. I'm still not happy about that. But I can't say I could have heard better news than that today. And um, my boys, my boys coming home. <laughs> um, I, I can't. I wonder how much time it's going to take, though. You know, that stuff takes a long time. And he's saying that. It's going to take a little time. Hard to say when. I, I just I can't I can't stop looking at it and how what 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 great news. I mean, what great news. So it takes it will take a little time, but I'm coming home. And I'm so happy that it wasn't a joke or something that it's actually for real. And. I uh, I am I'm very excited. I'm very excited. So um hopefully he comes this way. Hopefully he comes this way. I'll have to get a bigger place, but I don't care. It's all worth it. And help him get back on his feet, help him get going and you know, and and hopefully help him get a a, a gig here and and, and show them the ropes with everything, right? I mean, it'd be like me going in there. Thankfully, I have no plans for that. But it's like me going in there and him showing me, you know, everything. So um, hopefully, and who knows, I might even have a bigger place by then. So um, fingers crossed. And hopefully, hopefully it's not forever. I mean, I'm thinking for some reason, five years pops in my head. And that's probably what it, what it is. But hopefully it's not longer than that. And even better if it was less than that. I'm not holding my breath for less than that, but uh, great news, man. I really never, ever thought that that would ever happen or I'd ever, I'd ever hear those words from him. And he's been wanting to be out for a long time. And, you know, him jumping in like the, the whole comedian and everything like that, I think will help him. You know, that's going to that's gonna show progress him having a job is going to show progress it's going to it's going to it's going to be you know gold stars for him in there that that hopefully will get his name up to the top a little bit quicker and to, to know like hey this person's actually doing something and i think you know hopefully that he knowing that they that them knowing that he has options especially with somebody like you know and i'm not saying like me because i'm special i'm saying because the people they did did time with i can't imagine 
would be that great as far as on paper. They, they're probably doing well. If they haven't been back, fantastic, and that's good for them. So it's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying if on paper they look at it, they don't give a shit about whether the person's good or not. They're just looking at like, hey, has this person, you know, been, you know, in trouble with the law, blah, 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 you know, track record, things like that. And that might help. So hopefully it does. And I'm uh I'm extremely excited about it. So uh great news, man. Great news. And I told you it's kind of it was a little bit of a shorter podcast, 47 minutes. I actually thought it was gonna be about 35 because I was pretty much getting done. That's when I called in Jamie Chat GPT. And um and I thought, well, it's gonna be way too short, but now I think it's a perfect timing. So uh I am just uh, I'm very happy, very happy. So good things seem to be coming um his way. And just don't want to say too much more. I mean, I do, but I don't, right? Because I just don't want, you know, expectations, right? And expectations can always lead to disappointments. And disappointments can put you in a bad spiral sometimes. Or especially if something like life-altering like that, right? Something that can literally change your entire life in... I know 180 degrees and to have those expectations can really can really play games on somebody's mind, especially somebody that's been locked up for that long. So um, I, I'm just hopeful still. And so far, it sounds great. And uh, hopefully he calls. And if he does, hopefully I'm around the mic and I could pick it up and record our conversation and see how it goes. But very happy. All right. Well, I'm going to keep it short because right now I'm at uh, almost 50 minutes and we'll call it good. So what a great way to end it. Um, just uh, just again, want to say thank you again for taking the time to listen to my uh, my podcast and uh, in letters from B-Rad number 39 and uh, appreciate uh you guys uh, taking the time, really, I, I really do, and 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 being there and supporting me in in many different ways. And if you haven't subscribed, please do so to all my stuff, to my podcast, to my YouTube channel, to and and follow me on IG. And I'm on Threads now, actually, under the same name of uh, my IG. But uh, hopefully, you know, I, I hear if I, you know, again, you guys can always hit me up. I have I have an email on my. On 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 the the description of the podcast, whatever you want to call that thing, um, you know, you type it in or you tap you tap on it, it'll show you, you know, Juan and Joe Comedy at gmail.com. If you guys have anything you guys want to say or ask me a question or any topics, I do have a good topic next week that my boy Rick uh, hit me up with, and I think I'm going to start looking into that and probably do that next week. I won't say what it is, but it, I think it sounds pretty cool. So. Um, I, I, I guess until then I will try not to be outside and fry my fucking balls off or brains all out or whatever it may be, be delirious because it's brutal out there. But if you do live in Phoenix, stay inside and enjoy that AC because holy shit, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a little toasty out there. All right. All right, you guys. Well, I will talk at you guys later till then. Be safe. Take care. I will, I will talk to you guys then. That's a fucking wrap.